Blog Talk Radio. What's up, y'all? What's up? How you doing? Thank you, first-time listeners. For y'all who already heard me, y'all already know the drill. The one and only God's gift, Rap Radio 225. Brandon Blake Scott hosts the Twice BS Radio Network, and you're not listening to BBS Walks Out. And I'm going to make this show very short, very sweet. Get straight to the point. I'm tired as fuck. Honestly, I did not want to do the show, but I had to because the chamber's coming up, and I didn't see any more time for me to actually do one. So I have to do that. I have to give my predictions in real quick for you people. And thank you for y'all supporting me. Appreciate y'all. I appreciate the love, man. You want you want to support me more? Want to support me more? Just share it. Spread the word. Tell people I'm out here. I'm doing my thing. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm making a podcast for wrestling fans. Well, let's get into it. This week in WWE, <laughs> my phone in the background. Yeah. Well, I have to say, Seth Rollins actually did a very, 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 very good showing on Raw. Of course, you know, they had them pin Roman Reigns. They had them pick pin Cena. So you know what that leads to. Because we all know the peop- the person who's on top in the end, Braun Strowman, who happened to be on top of this gauntlet, is guaranteed not to win the match. It's a shoe-in. We all know that. You know, every, well, at least every smart wrestler fan know that. Once you lay out your opponent, once you hold the belt over their body, more more than likely, nine times out of ten, you you less than likely to win the fucking match. I, I mean, on, on the pay per view, people, that's one to Less than likely. So basically, yeah, Roman Reigns lost first. Cena lost first. So it's a, obviously a shoot in. Assuring that Roman Reigns is going to win. We all believe Roman Reigns is going to win. There's no doubt in my mind Roman Reigns is going to win. I hope they throw a curveball. I hope they do it, but I doubt it. I don't see it happening. It's just a guarantee. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, who does not see that shit coming from a mile away? (laughs) For real, for real. And another thing, too, I don't understand. What the hell's up with the women made of vetting? Honestly, I could see now. I'm not against women. I'm not sexist, but I could see if it was like a Trish and Lita match for the women's title. You know, I I tie these multi-person matches gets on my damn nerves. Honestly, it's too much. Too much. We said this shit last week. You keep on seeing it over and over. It's not just with the women, but you know, you could have did more with them. Honestly. Alexa Bliss has defended her title since since when? You could have put her in a singles match. Why does it necessarily have to be her tag teaming? I think it'll mean more if she just got a win, you know, singles match going off the air. Why not? What's wrong with that? WWE, get it together. Sometimes having a singles match, even an IC title match at the end of the show, sometimes that means more. They could do a lot more with that spot at the end, and I... It's just baffling to me. I, I like I kinda like what they was doing with the two oh five guys. It, it was actually interesting when they when Enzo had his old train and everything. You know, it was entertaining. But right now, with these women at the end, I'm I'm sitting I'm shaking my head. There, there was nothing great about that match. I'm not I'm not trying to hate, but let's be real here. Nothing great. I felt like if it was two women telling the story, it probably would have meant more. 
You could have had, you, you know, for example, you see how Sasha Banks and Bailey are having a problem? You could have had them. That, you, they gave away that match last week on TV. You could have had that in this spot this week. That would have actually meant more. It would have made more sense to have that match in this spot at this time. I think they did that match a week early, if you ask me. Yeah, move along, move along. I'm looking over my notes. <laughs> I'm pausing too much, but moving along. I have a I have a feeling. I have a feeling for some weird reason that this pay per view is just going to be everything we thought it we think it's going to be. For some reason, every every match that we every outcome we see it happening. We we see Roman Reigns win the chamber. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got to speed through this point, people. So yeah, there's no even thinking about that. I hope and pray that Elias actually is cutting ass. I hope and pray he's actually singing. I hope and pray he's talking throughout the whole time. I hope and pray he adds some comedy in, in this thing. That's what they really need him to do. Just ha- add the comedy in it. But there's a full-going cl- conclusion that he's going to be eliminated the second his pod opens. And another thing, too, I do not like the fact that three men start the match. Why can't the seven men stand on the outside? I, I said this last week. I get it. I get it because, you know, extra person, but why can't you just open the door and let the next man in? It, it, I, honestly, I know they're trying to, I guess, what you're going to say, Brandon, they're trying to say time. But the elimination shape is actually cool when two people just start off. It's just something about adding an extra person in as the match goes on that makes it better. That that's just my personal opinion. I don't I don't like this three people starting the match. I get it, but you know I don't like it at all. The, the, the we actually had a name change. Apollo Cruz is now Apollo. I I just don't know. I don't see what was wrong with the Cruz thing, honestly. And they might actually have a title shot on the pay per view. Honestly, they need to ship this guy off to SmackDown. They should have did way more with him. I like Titus, but he's a comedy figure. I just think they're wasting Apollo. It could it could be a good match. You know, one thing I one thing I give him, they have been showcasing him. The last three weeks he has been putting in more offense than lately. He has not been jobbing. They are building him up. I don't know if it's too late though, at this point, honestly. For not for one second, I believe the bar is losing the titles. It'll be interesting if they throw a curveball. The bar does lose the titles, and I'm not even sure if they actually on the cards. Are they even on the card? They they won't they won't be on the pre-show. Who's why not kid ourselves? They will be on the pre-show, obviously. So yeah, I got the elimination chamber out the way already in these first few minutes. I got that pre-show match already out this way in this first three minutes. I do think that Alexa Bliss will cost Nia Jax the title. Oh, well, not the title. The title shot, should I say. I don't yeah, I don't see for one second her being Oscar. Honestly, and if, if, if Alexa Bliss does cost Nia Jax this match, if she does, that means that the Elimination Chamber women's match will go on first. I don't see them closing the show to that. I hope they don't. I hope and pray. It wouldn't make no fucking sense to do it if they do that shit. I hope and pray that's not the case. 
But I do see Alexa Bliss trying, trying to help out her friend, and she fucks up for some reason. I could see that shit happening. Do I want to see it happen? No, but honestly, if you ask me personally, I, I think that Bliss is winning the match. You know, I, obviously, if I'm saying that she's going to cost a friend a match, she is winning the match. But if you ask me personally, I prefer that Bliss loses that title. I prefer that they throw us a curveball. I keep on using the word curveball over and over and over again. But I prefer that Bailey wins the title. Why can't Bailey win the title and her and Sasha feud for it at Rania? But I know I know that they could tell that story without the title. I know it'll mean a lot without the title, but. What you know, we all know that's where it's going to. We we know we want Hill Sasha. We we know that's what they're planting the seeds for for the longest. Why can't Bailey win the title and Sasha be a bitch and just be a hater and sneak attack her friend? You know that that's what they need on TV. I'm over this Alexa Bliss shit. I I think honestly, you could tell the Alexa Bliss and Nia Jack story without. The title involved. I really think the title should go back on Bailey or on the boss. You, I, they, I, I know Nia Jax. You know she had her. I guess her time's coming. Understandable, but they can't wait until SummerSlam release. <laughs> I really, really feel in my heart of hearts that Bailey and Banks will mean a lot more, way more. If the title's on the line, I, I know people are like, oh, you know, we, they don't need it because they're friends, and that tells the story. Same shit with Alexa and Nia. But honestly, I, I could, you, we saw what they did in Brooklyn. We saw them tear up the house. I just think, and, and why else would Sasha be jealous of Bailey? Think about the people. Why else would Sasha be jealous of Bailey? A slur, a slurring on my words. That's how you know I'm tired. Excuse me, people. But because she eliminated her in the chamber, that's what's going to start the beef. The fact that she stabbed her friend in the back of the chamber, even though she eliminated her at the fucking Rumble. Obviously, Bailey's going to eliminate Sasha in this match. But why why not have Bailey eliminate Sasha to go on to win the title so Sasha could be more spiteful and just do the turn? That's what we need. Y'all know I'm right. We need that shit. We need that turn. WWE, please, please do this for us. Please throw the curveball. Please shock us. Please have Bailey win this title in a perfect world. But I'm going with I'm going with Alexa Bliss. Obviously, I'm going with her to cost her friend the title shot. Which she don't need to, because Oscar would beat Jax anyway, and it's going to lead to those two feuding for no reason. It's going to be it's going to be a squash match at Mania too. Oh, I just don't like that idea. Yeah, makes me vomit. I don't, I don't like that. I don't see I don't see that match going over five minutes at Mania possibly. And you know, you know, we all gonna have five. I, people said we're gonna have four women's matches. I think we're gonna have five. We'll see. I believe five. I'm calling it now. Rousey, the 
raw women, the SmackDown women, this the grudge match between you know you pick it. If Bailey don't have the title, then it's going to be Bailey and Banks. If so, if not, then Nia and uh, this chick. That's that's four matches, and of course we're going to have to have Nikki Bella and the Bella Twins involved in some fashion. So I call five matches, five women matches at WrestleMania this year. I really called it. Quote me on this one. Really hold me to it. But yeah, moving back. So I already said Reigns is obviously winning. I said that, you know, there's no way in hell that the bar's losing their titles. It'll be cool. And I wouldn't be shocked if they do it for Black History Month for them to lose it on Monday, but I don't think that's the case. So, bar. Reigns, bar. I'm doing this shit backwards. Bliss, obviously. I already explained why I don't want it to happen, but Bliss, obviously. Nia Jax. No. Nah, I'm bugging. Oscar's going to beat Nia Jax because of Bliss. So, that's four. Whoever matches on the card. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Honestly, Matt Hardy's going to get that win back because he lost that Raw 25. And I really, really, really hope and pray. I always, I wanted another Wyatt family. And it would be awesome if Matt Hardy was in it. <laughs> they don't even have to call it a Wyatt family. I, I don't, would Bray even be a leader? I want to see them work together. Why not have a Wyatt family 2.0? Why, you know, I always thought of him, Bray, teaming with his brother. I always wanted to see that. Why not have Bo? And I, I remember one time Bo actually had the beard. He really grew the beard out, very, like a lot. And I thought he really was going to really join his brother. I wouldn't mind seeing Bo, Brother Nero, Matt, and Bray work together. Two pairs of brothers working as an actual family. And they actually and they actually find a way to get Rosemary, or they find a or they find the next chick to be Sister Abigail. They need a faction like that. I think it'll be awesome. I I could just imagine the fun shit they would do. You know, maybe Bray Wyatt's promos would mean more, especially if Matt is laughing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I think this is going to lead to. Matt Hardy and Bray actually having a match at WrestleMania with the fireworks on some final deletion. Excuse me, people. Excuse me. On some final deletion type shit. I really believe they're going to have a match like that. I could just see it ending like that at Mania. But I'm going with Matt Hardy to beat Bray Wyatt. That's pretty much it. I don't see nothing else on this damn card. What what other matches on this card? That's it, people. Now, one thing I will say about the pay-per-view, I will make a bold prediction. And honestly, this will make sense. It's the only way that will make sense. I'm for... I wasn't for it. But honestly, now I'm thinking about it. If Ronda Rousey is going to sign this contract, right? And if there's going to be a conflict, especially if she's going to get physical, I think she should sign that contract last. I think Stephanie should lay a cheap shot in on her with the pay-per-view going off. 
it would make perfect sense. That's the that would make sense. I think they should go for it. There's nothing wrong with that, especially if well, I'm expecting it. You know, some people might be have their jaws dropped like <gasps> she laid out Rousey, but with all these rumors of the tag team match and everything, which I'm which I'm against. I explained episode two. People listen to episode two. I'll rehash a little bit of it right now, but listen to episode two. I went in more detail. But make a long story short, I want those two to tell a story by themselves. They don't need tag team partners. And the whole object of this shit is simple. Don't let Rousey touch Stephanie. The second Rousey touched the second Rousey gets a hand on Stephanie, the match is over. The whole idea of this whole beef is the have Stephanie not get touched. Have the whole fans one one around the, to get her hands on this chick and she finds a way to weasel her way out. She finds a way to get away. And that's the whole that's a good story to tell. That's all they need. Stephanie's good at pissing people off. Everyone wants to see her get her comeuppance. Everyone wants to see her get her ass whipped. She never gets her comeuppance. Never. So it, this makes it even better. The fact that Rhonda doesn't get her hands on her, but she finds a way to hit Rhonda. She finds a way to taunt Rhonda. That's all That's all you have to do in this case. Even in the match. I even said, you know, you can lay out rules. Stephanie finds a way to cheap shot her every now and then. She runs away. It's easy for someone, to, for Stephanie to play keep away. They could do that shit. And I really believe that if they are going to have physical content, content, excuse me, I'm very tired. doesn't make it right. I'm trying to make a better show for you guys. But I believe if they are going to have physical content, contact, excuse me, there's going to be physical contact in this contract signing. It should go on last. Especially if it involves Stephanie. They, there's no, it makes no sense to have the physical contact and leave it in the ring. No sense whatsoever. Well, I said leave it in the ring. Well, it makes... <laughs> Sorry, people. I'm really tired. Bear with me. But I was going to say, it makes no sense to have the physical contact and continue on with the show. And just have the show and have the winner of the chamber, all that. That makes no sense whatsoever. You will want you will want if you will want that to go off the air. Especially more people talking about it, ESPN, more people looking into it. You want people who aren't, you know, wrestling fans, UFC fans watching this. You know, you want to attract another audience. It will make perfect sense for them to do that. If she's going to get attacked, if there's going to be an attack, you have to have that go off the air of the pay-per-view. This, this is a time when I actually agree with letting the woman do something last. It's perfect. She's a big name. Why not? Just don't have a sign the contract go on last and point at the fucking sign and it goes off the air. I'll be upset. I, I think it's stupid. It's, it'll make no fucking sense. Like, you could go on with the show. But moving along. As the product, as of lately, WWE, I do have a little gripe with them. They're making every single fucking thing predictable. Everything. Not one thing for a second, like, no one for a second 
uh, well, smart fan, all the smart fans, they don't believe for not one second AJ Styles is going to lose this fucking belt. They don't believe for one second the New Day is going to beat the Usos. And why the hell are the New Day and the Usos feuding again, again? They're running out of tag teams? Come on. No one believes for one second that Roman Reigns is not made of venting. No one believes for one second that Alexa Bliss is losing the title. You guys get what I'm going with this. Like, it's, like I said, predictable is not bad. It's not bad at all. If if the storytelling is perfect, it's not wrong with being predictable. It's not wrong with people knowing that, okay, we clearly can see this guy's going to win a title. Just just give us a good story. It's just like going to the movies. We watch a superhero movie. You know that the superhero's going to win in the end. Give us a good story throughout the movie. It's not wrong with guessing it. Daniel Bryan is a perfect example why, oh, on how I said why, well, or how being how predictable isn't bad. It's not a bad thing. It, well, at times, that's the perfect example. But in this case, I'm not sure to feel it's a bad thing or a good thing. Honestly, it's just it's just filler. It it, it feels exactly like they they're, they're like okay, look. We don't. We have our plan. We just gonna throw this at them every week, and it's not enough for me. Honestly, it's not enough. It's, I think they got lazy at this point. Honestly, I really, really believe they just got lazy and they dragging shit out. A quick title change wouldn't hurt nobody. A real quick one to have us thinking, oh shit, okay, it's possible this might be the main event. But no one in their right mind thinks for one second that Nakamura is not facing AJ Styles. I don't know what's up with this fatal five-way, another multi-man match. You know, this guy having all the odds against him. Oh, give us a break. We we don't believe for one fucking second it's not going to be AJ Styles and Nakamura. We don't believe for one fucking second Roman Reigns is not going to win the Elimination Chamber. No one's thinking that. No one. Now, I like what they're doing with the Bludgeon Brothers. And I do think it's too early for them. I think they should get the titles at WrestleMania. This leads to my next question. You think it's time for an NXT tag team to come up? Because obviously the New Day didn't... Well, the New Day. The Usos didn't have no one else to defend their titles against on, on SmackDown. Well, for Fastlane, I should say. They'll smack down pay per view. But they don't, they don't have no one to defend their titles against. They had to give them the New Day again. And it's not that I don't like the New Day. New Day also had a good ass match. Or a good ass feud, I should say, last year. All the all their matches were pretty fucking solid. They sold the show, but I'm tired of it. Like, when's enough's enough? Enough's enough. They should have moved up a tag team more. I don't know. I, I say call an old tag team. Why can't an old tag team come out? Have them do a one and done real quick. Like a quick surprise on the pay-per-view. They could have did something. I, I, I just... Well, it's not it's not wrong with calling up an NXT tag. It's not wrong with AOP. Well, AOP would have to win if they show up. So I get why they would not win AOP. But... I don't, or... You, well, I, they can't do that because the 205 guys, I was going to say, have the Cruiserweights challenge them for fun. 
But there's nothing wrong with having a young NXT. You know, there's nothing wrong with having the Undisputed Era. That's a good example. Imagine Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish answering the Usos Challenge. They'll get over with losing. It's not wrong. You wouldn't expect them to win the SmackDown titles, and no one gets hurt there. That'll be an awesome match. It'll be a win-win. We'll we'll be enjoying the match as fans, and both teams get over. Like, you don't, you don't have a problem with them losing. No one will have a problem with them losing to the Usos. The Usos are a hot tag team. Tell you. WWE needs to think a little bit more. And I'm a guy that, I'm just a regular guy that watches. And I, I come up with these ideas. And I know half of y'all know, half of y'all see what I'm trying to say. Half of y'all, half of y'all might think I'm cool. Like, okay, this guy gets it. Half of y'all be like, okay, he's just rambling. But honestly, and Raw actually needs a shot in their arm for tag teams. What the, what tag team they have after the bar? Like I I love the Westbrook. I love the Good Brothers. You know Matt Matt Matt's by himself because Jeff got hurt. But Raw don't have no tag. The Revival. I don't know what they're doing with the Revival. It is time for a tag for a tag team or two to come up. I do get that no one else could have faced the Usos. I do get that. So use my idea. Call up a rally and fish. It would have been awesome just to see him for one night against the Usos. Moving along. It looks like Jeff Jarrett is in the Hall of Fame. I, I said it last week that, you know, PW Insider, they they dropped it. And they were right. Jeff Jarrett is in the Hall of Fame. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, I believe truly he is. I think he's underrated. I think he was, I said last week that he was a smaller guy. But the guy could work. He's been around for almost three decades, probably over three decades. He's still in the 80s, right? So, yeah, the guy the guy deserves it. I wanted, I'm not a, one of his biggest fans, but I'm one of the few people that actually likes Jeff Jarrett. One of the few. And it's funny, I actually cracked up when they said, I can't wait to get, they played the I can't wait to get low with my baby tonight. That shit was funny. It looked like most of the highlights they were showing the dude with the long hair. You know? They didn't really show Don't Piss Me Off that much. They didn't really show that. They showed some of it, and there was not one side of own heart. Well, we, we know why, but still. I still expected to see glimpses of Owen Hart. Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart were good tag teams. All hard, one of the most underrated workers. Well, then again, he's not underrated. He's not at all. Well, to people who know what they're talking about. You know, people actually did tell me that Razor Ramon's a better worker than Mr. Perfect. So, so, so we do have those people out there. There's some people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, so someone like me, Owen Hart's fucking awesome. Other people, he is... He might be underrated, but yeah, they, I, no own heart highlights with Jeff Jarrett. I hope he brings him up in the Hall of Fame. I'm pretty sure he will. I hope so. I, I never, I never really hated the Double J character. I never really thought, I thought, I never thought he was a you know world champion, but he was a he was a decent mid Carter. Don't have a problem with him going to the Hall of Fame. Are there more deserving people? Yeah, but 
I have no problem with him. And he can't wait to be alone with his baby tonight. So, yeah, I'll per- that's about it, people. What more could I say about this show? I just gave you gave you guys a good half hour, almost. Straight out. Got out the way. Oh, yeah. Well, well, one, more, one more last thing I will say. My thoughts on the dual branded pay-per-views. I usually, I don't have a problem with it. I actually, well, I do think that it was too much. I'm not going to hold you guys. Last year, well, they, well, it's not last year. It's been, it's been two years since the brand split. I think it's been two years since the brand, brand split, excuse me. And I'm not going to hold you guys. It, it was a lot of fucking interviews for no reason. I do feel that way. It was a lot. So sometimes less does mean more. And when they first started brand splitting back in 02, they did have both shows on pay-per-views. And I'm not talking about major pay-per-views. In the beginning, they did have Raw and SmackDown. They they weren't facing each other. They The brands were respected, but they were on the same pay-per-view. I forgot what point did they, they clipped it. And they have raw only pay views, SmackDown only pay views. But honestly, I'm not a fan of the brand split. I think they should kill the brand split. But well, excuse me, I'm slurring my words, people. Sorry, I'm tired as hell. But I think they should kill the brand split. I hope that the brand that the dual pay per views lead to the brand split dying. And another thing too, I know I hope that if it well if it doesn't die, I hope that. They have fun with each other in backstage skits. I hope they do more with these guys. You know, AJ needs to bump into Finn Balor and too sweet each other. AJ English needs to bump into Elias. I'm shocked that they did not do that in the Royal Rumble, that they didn't have my boy Elias in the ring starting the, starting the match and AJ English singing. They have a duet. I really wanted to see that shit so badly. Well, I hope and pray that Elias does bump the alien English. I hope and pray Elias might be in the ring at one of these um, events, pay-per-views, and alien English comes out and sings with him. That that would be fucking awesome. They need to do shit like this. I have no problem with the dual branch. I think it is for the better. But that's about it, people. I, I, I did it quick. I knocked out the park. I'm getting better. I'm not no professional. I'm not the best. I don't think I'm the worst in the world, but you you people understand me. Y'all get me. I love y'all. Thank you for listening to me. Share share the wealth. That's the best way to support me. I'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to BBS Marks Out. Good night, people. Enjoy your week. Be safe out there, guys.